such hypocrisy and duplicity pharisaicalism and politics i am ronaldo mckenzie and welcome to another episode of the neoliberal round podcast Nikki Haley recently said that we can't keep paying people to just sit on the couch. That's profoundly un-American. Again, she said we can't keep paying people to just sit on the couch. That's profoundly un-American. She said... Joe Biden is a socialist president. The proof is all around us. We're living through an unprecedented expansion of the welfare state. 90 million people on Medicaid. Think about that. 42 million people on food stamps. Since the moment COVID hit, we've spent trillions paying people to just sit on the couch. This president and his party apparently looked at the failing economies of Europe and said, let's do that. It's un-American, and it doesn't have to be this way. I say that as a former governor who moved 35,000 people from welfare to work, and I say it as a future president who will liberate tons of millions of Americans from government dependence. Joe? Now, this is my response, and just so you know, today, myself, I responded. I, I responded to Nikki Haley. And this is what I said to her, Nikki Haley, just so you know, in the 21st century, work is becoming remote, where people can now work from home while on their couches. So you may want to revise or update this statement or point so as to avert the implication of this pun. Now, there were several replies or responses, but this one woman or man, I don't know if it's a woman or a man, responded. Her, uh, the name of the, the uh, via Twitter, and her name or the Twitter account's profile name is Magical Cat. Magic, magical cat, magical cat. Sorry, magical cat. Spelled M A, spelled M A G I K A L K A T, and. He or she responded to me saying, a cat, I guess it's a cat would be a woman, she's a woman, magical cat is a woman. Wow, if all work is becoming remote, I would like to know how your dentist plans on doing that. Let me know how you plan to get your teeth cleaned from home, laugh out loud. I responded by saying, actually, you can clean your teeth from home now too. In fact, 
they have dental whitening and cleaning devices that you can order from Amazon or online. If you have the right amount of money, yes, it can be done even much more professionally than going to uh, some of these dentists down the street. Okay, but you oversimplify the point, denoting your ignorance and parochial and myopic views of life. I continue by saying you want to make it about one profession, thereby winning the argument. I think she responded after that. So let me bring up her response. Uh, no, she did not respond after. Well, um, she responded after that. And if I could find her response, I can't find the response, but she responded. Uh, she responded after. I responded. I continued by saying you want to make it about. Uh, you want to make it about one profession, thereby winning the argument, taking me down a road where you feel you can win by limiting the discussions. You limit yourself to limit the answers, to prove a point that is beyond the limits you provide. Now, she responded. She responded. And let me see if I could find her response. She says, she said that my point is that not every profession can be done at home, per your point. Construction workers can't work from home. Dentists can't work from home. Surgeons can't work from home, etc. So, per your point, not, no, not everybody can work from home. I can't even, and I have a common office job. And then I responded. I responded by saying this. You continue to argue in a myopic way, not understanding the point of creating a pun, a pun, P-U-N, which is a prose, a play upon word, that indicate a narrative that's archaic to the 21st century of work and how wealth is generated. The rich don't really work. So how work, so some work, others take, yet work is becoming tectonic. Notice becoming. Then she responded by saying, it is not archaic. You literally cannot do everything from home. It's impossible. Are we going to have jail bailiffs work from home too? Or uh, paramedics? Let me, um, let me know how that works out. Laugh out loud. I don't understand why people do not understand this. And I responded by saying, you're making it about your point. That has nothing to do with what I'm alluding to. So I rest my case. Make your point, but that is absolutely besides my point. I'm moving on to something else. I can't belabor this. She was magical cat responded. Your point was, was and I quote, every job can be done at home. Close quotation. She was quoting me. She says, your point was every job can be done at home. Wrong. Explain to me how certain jobs can be. I would love to hear the answers. I, I responded to her. I said to her, and you've got to hear this response, it's quite terse. I said, wrong. Copy the entire first text from the first thread I posted, which you responded to. Now, again, I responded to her. I continued by saying, by the way, you're welcome to submit a blog or article to the, to the neoliberal.com. I'll publish it. And you can submit your, uh, you can submit it to submissions at thenearliberal.com. And for those of us listening, if you have any articles or blog you want to share, please share it with the world right here. Submit it to us, submissions at thenearliberal.com. And I value your opinions, but may not agree, but understand what you are saying. That was my response to her. And she responded by saying this. 
Oh, and I said to her, again, do not simplify or oversimplify or miss my initial point. Read it again, then comment. You're steering the argument away from what it is meant to be. You are forcing the issue. Come on my show and let's debate. <laughs> she responded by saying, please explain to me how certain essential positions can work from home. Three, three, three arborists, bailiffs, construction workers, dentists, etc. I would love to know the answers. I responded. In fact, this my response concluded concluded the, the conversation with her and Nikki Haley was attached to the thread and so on. But this after I posted this, she did not respond. But this was my response to her. I said, okay, fine. Work is becoming remote. So telling us to get up from our couches doesn't take into account 21st century technology. There's also AI, artificial intelligence. But what we need is investment in opportunities that pay better paying jobs where you will get them to leave couches if that is what you want. Which is what we want to hear. Why are people on their couches? That, why are people on their couches? Maybe remote work pays better. Again, let me respond. I said, I, I said, she, she said, please explain to me how certain essential positions can work. I mean, can work from home. Tree arborists, bailiffs, construction workers, dentists, etc. I would love to know. I responded by saying work is becoming remote. So telling us to get up from, uh, from our couches don't take, into, don't take into account 21st century technology. There's also AI, artificial intelligence, and you've been following the news about what robots can do now. But what we need is investment in opportunities that pay better paying jobs where you will get them, the people on the couches, to leave the couches if that is what you want, which is what we want to hear. Why are people on their couches? Maybe report remote workspace better. And by the way, I did. I had a, some conversation with some young people in Philadelphia. And this young woman in Philadelphia, she said, I, she said, I said to her, are you working? She said, no. I said, I said to her, you're not working again? Why? Because pay, they wanted to pay me $18 and $20 an hour. What's that? I said, what? <laughs> I, I, How does she make money? She's not working. How does she make money? My, in 2004, in 2000 and she's a child. In 2004, she's a child. In 2000, that's how she makes money. I'm just, I'm just, I'm being facetious. Listen to what I say. She's a child. Mickey Ailey talked about social. She, has she social talked about social she welfare. Has social benefits. The society that we as taxpayers pay for. does not have a problem creating social welfare for people. Social welfare as an alternative. I have a problem. As an alternative to people who, okay, as an alternative to people who don't want to work in protest of their wages. Right? So if you, you, if you, first of all, this is, we, we live in a society that become deep, that where, where, where there is, where there is union, um, uh, where there is, um, there, where is this de-unionization, union dormancy, that's the word I'm trying to find, union dormancy, where workers used to be able to negotiate for better pay. Now, if, by the way, if you know that you are getting a lot of money, Okay, you'll get, you, you have a well-paying job that takes care of your needs, that allows you the opportunity to have leisure and so on. Won't you try... Who would not want to keep a job like that? But we live in a society where inflation 
is outstripping cost of living, okay? Where the people, working class people and the, and the most vulnerable society over the last six, 10 years have seen their, their, their real income or wages dropped or their wealth have been stagnant while the top 10th percentile of the economy have seen a, a significant increase upward of their wealth, okay? While the, the Feds are, 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 are increasing interest rates and they have just did an incremental interest rate saying that promising much more to come which what that does is that it it, t- it mops up liquidity it takes money from the economy so there's less money in the economy yes I, and i'm saying to you if nikki haley wants to be different and stand out of the pack don't use the same t- talking point tell us how you plan to fail first of all you need to ask why are people sitting on their benches are they getting paid are people getting enough? I mean, first of all, the, let's look in case management. You know, you know how many men work in case management today? A lot. Very few compared to what used to happen, okay? Not yeah, but men, studies show that more men, I mean, there's a preponderance, they weren't even changing the rules to get more men in social work and to become teachers and so on and so forth. Men don't want, okay? And, you know, every, and not only that, every time you find more, anytime a, a role or position become more diverse, there's more diversity in a job, or there's more, there's more gender neutrality in a job, the salary drops. Okay. <laughs> so when I say to you, Nikki Haley, Nikki Haley, listen to what I'm saying here. I'm helping, let, pop, this is helping you. This is helping you. This is helping you. Listen to the point I'm making. What we need is investment in opportunities that pay better paying jobs where you will get them to leave couches if that is what you want, which is what we want to hear. Why are people on their couches? We are not giving them anything attractive. We want them to, first of all, have you studied job satisfaction? Look, have you ever looked at? That's why you need academics on these campaigns who can talk the talk. Have you studied? Look at I'm getting a call and I don't want to. No, no, come on now. Let me continue. Sorry, the point I'm making. Have you looked at job satisfaction recently? Job sat- the job satisfaction rate recently. Job satisfaction is still at a... It's at all-time low and that is why many young people don't want, want prefer to work remotely. They're leaving their jobs. They said that young people are changing the way we think about work now. Because, okay? As they try to find people to work... They want them to leave their culture. They can't find pe- some employers can't find people to work. You know why? Because pe- young people today and the, the working population, the millennials who are forming the working population now, they have much more intelligence. Yes, right. They have and they have act and they know how to use technology to make money. Oh, okay. They are, because they don't want them to get this. They they're not they, they're different. They don't have the same morals like their parents. Okay. Their parents, oh, they wanted to stay for one job for 10 years, 50, 20 years, making the same, making pittance. While young people today... Yeah, I'd rather do that than be broke. But young people today, they're not, they're not doing that. They're, they're, they're broke. Okay? They're not doing that. They're broke, they're selling drugs, they're on the corners, they're not doing nothing. They're doing the same thing that rich people are doing. Okay? No, rich people, rich people work. Mark Zuckerberg works every day. <laughs> you, no. Mark Zuckerberg hurt owes me $758 okay 
that they steal your content on Facebook and stuff. They take your content and and they say, oh, and they want you to pay for your own content. They don't have, they want you to pay for your own content on Facebook. And then say, okay, promote your reels and we'll pay you. And guess what? At the end of the day, up to now, I have not gotten my money for the reels that I have promoted. Up to now. When, it, when you're done, they say, you owe them by coming up with these boost things that if you press two buttons accidentally, you next you're charged $10. I am, I am telling you, people, rich, don't let them fool you and dupe you. They no work. I, in 2016, I had to, they said I owed them $16,000. I owed the IRS, I did not owe them. Come up with some lies, so I hope I bought a big, at some truck, I don't even know what happened. But they, they, I'm barely made any money in 2016, but I said I, I, I owed the IRS. You know what? Donald Trump, who makes billions of dollars, paid $75. <laughs> there, and that is why I saw the strategy. I saw the strategy to see the strategy behind the system. Like, look what Haiti did. Huh? After they got independence, America refused to recognize their independence. Okay? And France didn't have them turn around and pay them $24 billion, keeping them down. Can I tell you? And then these people stand up in their three-piece suit. Look. Let me tell you guys, I'm going to read an article that I wrote today, and this is where I'm going to wrap up. I, I wrote an article, it's called, Such Hypocrisy. Here's January 6th Trump, talking about taking on corruption. And this article is in the neoliberal corporation journal, thenealiberal.com. Listen to the article. Yesterday at CPAC, CPAC rally, Donald J. Trump said that he shows strength as US president, in that no country from without will touch the US. But what about the implosion within from policies and talking points that promote divisiveness and vitriol leading to a January 6th insurrection? Yeah, you talk, huh? What about the implosion from within, Mr. Trump? All this talk accusing people of being Marxists and Nikki Haley spewing out the same nonsense yesterday, calling the other side socialists, seems to suggest the potential marriage between Donald Trump and Nikki Haley's campaign. He, Donald Trump, like Ron DeSantis, Florida's governor, want to get rid of race theory or critical race theory. They, some ultra GOP, call woke, thereby preventing black academics and black authors from academia and from financial gains. The usual strategy that prevents black people from wealth and prosperity black outlets bookstores please support black authors don't gatekeep we have to face trump we authors we have to face trump we have to face black uh, we have to we have to face trump desantis and the republican party blocking our books so i'm asking black outlets and black uh, like like um like bobby's bookstore in germantown here at the top they are gatekeeping. They haven't. I sent them my books and my numbers and give them my card a million times, but they are gatekeeping. I'm saying to you, we have to. We are facing Donald Trump, the Santa and the Republican Party are blocking our books. Don't tell me that, please. I'm asking you, Bobby's Bookstore, do not add to the list. Help the local community authors and black and brown authors. I am. I am I'm appealing to Harriet Tubman Bookstore and to the bookstore. Please don't add to the list. Black authors need your support. I am I'm appealing to all black or, um, stores and outlets. 
and and by the way i have said this suddenly all black writers are deemed part of critical race theory from what they're trying to do in florida all black authors or writers are deemed part of critical race theory and thus our books become branded as such needless to say critical race theory is important as how can we truly heal without appropriating the past and on ron DeSantis, ron DeSantis said today or in a tweet great to be at the ronald reagan library he was speaking earlier today president reagan noted freedom is always one generation away from extinction that is not passed through the bloodstream we in florida are doing our part in carrying the torch of liberty so we can preserve florida as a free state that's one that's according to ron DeSantis. but i will push back here ron DeSantis. By banning black academics, black books, thereby their abilities to make a living. How is that freedom? How is that free market? How is that capitalism? How is that freedom of expression? In one breath, you, Ron DeSantis, promote freedom, but in another, you are banning books, redefining and re and, and, and demeaning it as woke to justify the ban. I'm going to say that again. I will push back here by Mr. DeSantis. By banning black, you talk about freedom of expression and liberty, invoking Ronald Reagan. How dare you? How, you, how, do, you, how do you ensure um, that we preserve Florida as a, preserve, as a free state? By banning black academics, black books, thereby their abilities to make a living? How is that freedom? How is that free market? How is that capitalism? No, he does it by by banning black books that judge America on its past rather than its present. No. Yes. No. Once yes, once the book is written by a black person, that's part of critical race theory. Okay. Yes. And that's the thing about this law. It does it is it is frippant. Once it is written by a black man or a brown person, it can be considered critical race theory. Okay? Because you know why? Because a black author pictures at the back. <laughs> and guess what? Oh, so I feel that, guilty. That almost states that Ron DeSantis is a racist. Is he racist? Any black author's book is critical race theory? If you are banning critical race theory that speaks to the injustices of the past, then I would think that you are racist. But there are many books that speaks to the injustice of the past, but in beautiful ways. You're not banning that. Written That's by because they're not a requirement in our children's schools. People want critical race theories in our children's schools, which makes them hate their white counterparts. Who? The children that you teach this critical race theory to. No. They, they blame, yes. No, the law, when he passed the law about a year ago, and I've been, read, I've been writing about this a long time, he said, okay, teaching history that makes you feel guilty about the past. Right. 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 Now, as I said to you, Kohito Higusa. It makes little white children feel less than. That is a response. Yes. To human nature. And that is how you deal with the past. Well, that's how okay. he, he's the governor. He's the head of Florida. Sigmund Freud. Let's, okay, let's he's okay. He's the head of Florida. Sigmund Freud, what do you talk about defense mechanism? They put human beings' tendency to push things in the past. It often it it comes up 
as of no, it poses as abnormal, comes up eventually in abnormal ways and develop into abnormalities. That does not solve America's problem. It creates more hurt and regret and eventually implosion and civil war. Civil war? Yes. Implosion? Yes. That's what they're trying to do. People are not responsible for how you feel. Black people are responsible for what was done to them. Okay? Black people what are responsible? Aren't responsible. They, no. But no, what was, they are but not was, responsible right. for what was done to them. Okay, this is okay. But white kids today. But let white me, kids today but let me, aren't responsible. Hold, let, but they are benefiting like those who live in Living Town. Is that their fault? Okay, fine. But the okay, it's not your fault. But how are you gonna help those who are hurting from that? Huh? By banning their books? That's it. That's insult to injury. Fine, it's not your fault, but you're adding to the problem by doing by by hiding it, trying to hide it because you want to feel good about what you have because you know what you have comes from theft, and you don't want to give black people reparation. Okay, but you give the Jews their land back with money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> huh? That's because America will go broke. <laughs> We cannot afford, America cannot afford to play black people. Like how California is broke, broke with, but they have the most millionaires and billionaires. <laughs> I am telling you, so let me continue. I said I'm pushing back here by, Mr. DeSantis, by banning black academics, black books, thereby abilities to make a living. How is that freedom? How is that free market? How is that capitalism? How, how is that freedom of expression? In one breath, you promote freedom. But in another, you're banning books, redefining and re and redemeaning, demeaning it, and redefining and demeaning it as woke, double OKE, to justify the ban. That's the, the, you know, that's the usual strategy that they use. By the way, just so you know, the Neoliberal Corporation journals will publish and share your submissions if they are being blocked. Just write to us at submissions at thenealiberal.com. Let me continue. Let me continue. Let me continue the point I'm making. I, I, I said in one breath you promote freedom, but in another you are, you are banning books, redefining and demeaning it as woke to justify the ban, which is effect, which in effect is a strategy. The usual strategy to redefine a thing as less than so as to justify punishment or discrimination. You see the similarity here between Trump and DeSantis and by extension Nikki Haley. No, they are all the same thing. Yes? They are all the same thing. All the same thing. I was incensed today though. I was incensed when I saw Donald Trump talking about how he's going to defend. People were promoting him. You know, the Bible if you look at the Jesus story, when Jesus was being crucified, the Pharisees and the Sadducees were saying, Give us Barabbas, but crucify Jesus. Give us Barabbas with a criminal, a convicted criminal, 
Jesus was on the cross next to two convicted Yeah, but Barabbas was also a and 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 and, and Pilate did not want to send Jesus on the crucified and, and he turned to the crowd and says, What must I do with this man? Should I cru should I should I should I give you this guy which I mean what is he guilty of? And the and the people say, what okay, I have two men before you. Who should I he said, give us give us he says, give us Barabbas but crucify Jesus. Shows it shows the, the human the humanity that we have. Give us Donald Trump. Donald Trump who 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 helped to incite and promote divisiveness. These people are so ambivalent. They promote freedom, but but they talk. But you know, like I said to you, you need to study strategy because I said, look at the U.S. Constitution. The U.S. Constitution says that slavery is abolished, except, except, except in cases where you have convicted criminals. Okay, convicted criminals can be enslaved, and then you have that. Okay. Con, uh, and, and you find that prisons are now being yes based on the law the law being enslaved by who the government the United by States anyone who has authority over convicted criminals now and, and I'm going to make the point that who please remember they are now they have privatized what the jails and the prisons and correction so now you have <laughs> now it's a it's private business and they don't have to pay for prison labor because prison labor can be enslaved labor they can force them to work without paying them and guess what they're not guilty of a crime and then you and then you check and what happens if the people refuse the work well uh, they are slaves yes do, do do slaves have any kind of rights human rights if they're if convicts can be enslaved and you think about slaves that exist before and that was abolished then slavery were beaten and forced to work. It's forced labor. Slavery is forced labor, which means, okay, that yeah, is not sure. abolished in this country. Yeah, I'm not so sure that that goes on. It might be something on the books, but it doesn't matter. But it, it's okay. But it's a but it, but it's a loophole. But what what the weirdest thing is that, and then you see black people. Okay, black people makes up comprise 16 percent of this country. 16 percent, yes, 16 or 17, something like that. But how many black people are in, are in jail today, incarcerated? Over eighty percent. Over eighty percent of people who are incarcerated are blacks. Although they are only comprised of sixteen percent of the population in this country. Why? Why? Okay. While at the same time we have a law that says, guess what? what is Slavery is abolished except for convicted criminals. And then you find that the same experience of black people, which is slavery, well, okay, most of them are in jail and they are treated. I mean, can I tell you? So let us, we have to put this into perspective. I like, that is why I said to you, I am not. When I see people like John Castro and the, the, the media, the media, I said to you, they say, they say give us Jesus. I mean, sorry, away. Wait, 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 you said when you see people like John Castro, and then you said the media. Yeah, because I'm saying the media, like the media is like, it's doing what the Pharisees did back in the time of Jesus when they said, give us Jesus. Give us, I mean, uh, crucify Jesus, but give us Barabbas. Yes, crucify John C Castro, but give us Donald Trump. Crucify those who are um, who are fighting for change, like the BLM movement. 
BLM movement are fighting because the black people are discriminated against in this country. That is a fact. And police were attacking black people. They attacked me. And I, okay, and it's as if I, and when I fight against that, they're talking, they're, they're reclassifying your fight as criminal, but then they can go and attack the capital and then, and wear a three-piece suit and, and, and talk about they're going to fight corruption. This is the 21st century. Our millennials are much more, people are smarter now. Okay, we at the Neoliberal Corporation, we're about what? Serving the world today to solve tomorrow's challenge by making popular what was the monopoly. This particular episode was quite, I was passionate today. Passionate today. I will continue to write and I will continue to get involved in the conversation and provide commentary that unearths things in a particular way. We have to be more, you know, they try, some people try to steer the argument away in order to achieve a particular thing. As I said, people do try to redefine purest intentions. This is the Neoliberal Round Podcast. Please support us at anchor.fm slash the neoliberal slash support. And please support, purchase our books, Neoliberal Globalization, Neoliberalism, which you can get it from the neoliberal.com or any bookstore in all platforms. And also, you can, um, the next, the upcoming book, Neoliberal Globalization, Reconsidered, Neocapitalism and the Death of Nations. And when we talk about neocapitalism and the death of nations, please, I'm telling you that I am not, listen, if free market is free, then make it free. If free market is fair, then make it fair. In one breath, they talk about free market, but they do something opposite. You, you, you see what I'm saying? Um, uh, 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 uh. You want Nikki Haley and DeSantis? Don't try and confuse brilliant and academic people. You know, they talk about lumping proletariat to people who they can dupe and, and talk about. And t- okay, have a, have a conversation about socialism and capitalism. Because the capitalism that we have today is not capitalism, it's pharisaicalism. Pharisaicalism and bureaucracy. The socialism that we have today is not socialism. And, and by the way, socialism is not totalitarianism and despotism. And fine, let's embrace capitalism, the one that we, the one full of the spirit that Max Weber talked about. Hard work. Not nepotism and connectionism, because that is what we have today. I don't know what these guys, who, I, listen man, I don't know what these people, and then these people who watch TV and they just listen to these major, major outlets that continue to sprout nonsense. Please send us a fee, send us feedback info at thenearliberal.com and please send us submission that submission at thenearliberal.com. I'm Ronaldo McKenzie. Walk in. Thank you.